Ready Rock D, bonjour. What's up, what's up, what's going on, everybody? Well, euh, aujourd'hui, le Québec, à la... nous parlons avec Ready Rock D, un jeune rappeur de la rue qui nous vient du Connecticut. Alors, je, sans tarder, je vous présente Ready Rock D et on va lui demander en anglais pourquoi ce drôle de nom. So, Ready Rock D, where that name is coming from? First off, I want to give a big shout out to Blondie. Thanks for having me. Definitely appreciate all of your support and encouragement. And yeah, I want to give another big shout out to my whole Rowdy City family. Ready Rock D was inspired by inner city surroundings. Pretty much in the streets, Ready Rock is known to pretty much be a substance that is cooked up on the street, made from nothing. So it's usually something made from nothing. So pretty much one of my boys who was a part of my squad at the time said, yo, you got a gift of making something out of nothing. You you that Ready Rock. And it kind of just stuck. You know, my, my, my government name starts with a D. So, you know, it kind of just stuck with Ready Rock D. So that was kind of like the initial beginnings. Wasn't really sure if I was going to really run with it or not, but ended up tagging it in my music and pretty much people been receptive to it. So. That's pretty much the origins of it. So big shout out to everybody who's showing me love. Wow. So there's a story behind the name that's kind of um, inquisitive because a lot of people have, you know, name that doesn't really sound original and there's no background. Oh, yeah. It sounds more like a trademark. You know, yep. these people have a trademark or even still prisoners like, uh, you know, other people names to get fame. So, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a, that's a fact. That's a fact. Yeah. You know, I think it's a beautiful like um, a painter. You you have a personal touch into your music and your name. So I'm going to repeat in French a little bit. What you just said is ready. Sure. Rock qu'on lui a donné de la rue, c'est quelqu'un qui est capable d'aller chercher ce qu'il a besoin. C'est une passion, c'est un nom personnel, c'est pas un brand, c'est quelque chose pour lui qui est personnel. Alors, Ready Rock D est un homme aussi qui nous donne de sa personnalité. All right, so the second question, my dear, is uh, how did you become a rapper and why that passion, where, did, where it was born from, where, where was that coming from? Yeah, yeah. Thanks for asking that question. Um, God rest his soul. My pops was actually an MC, and uh, he did some work with the Zulu Nation. And um, pretty much, I didn't have a really good relationship with him. But upon his passing, I ended up meeting some of the guys from the Zulu Nation and meeting, you know, other people from my father's side of the family. And they was like, yo, you do music? And I'm like, yeah. And everybody's like, yo, you must have got that from your father. So I didn't really dig that deep into it before that's out. But my personal experience, my personal reason for starting doing the music, doing hip hop is because hip hop is the culture that I was born into. You know, I was born into a street environment. I was born into, you know, rough times and humble beginnings. And hip hop was something that everybody kind of turned to as an outlet. So in between that and between growing up and playing sports and all that, Hip hop was always something that we always ran to as an outlet and it kind of stuck with me. And pretty much growing up where I'm originally from in Yonkers, New York, you know, we have some of the most legendary, coldest spitters that ever come into the hip hop game. Mm -hmm. You talk about DMX, the locks, you know, sporty thieves, 
um, it, we can go on and on mm. with some of the local legends too. So, you know, I was born into that environment and it kind of just rubbed off, it's, it's rubbed a, off and I wanted to pursue it. So, you know, that was my original. It's in your DNA. Say it again? Oh yeah, for the sure. DNA. That's it, yeah. So you have influence sure. from the street and from the family also. That's pretty amazing. Yeah, thanks, thanks. Yeah, it was crazy how it all lined up. So, you know, some people might say that's destiny, but you know, I'm, work, I'm working hard to bring a lot of that talent out of me and just kind of just making sure that I stick to the script in terms of what the main reasons I fell in hip hop, fell in love with hip hop, which was the street element, the aggressive lyrics, um, just just embodying independence, like freedom. Like that's kind of what I stand for in my music and yeah, hear it every track. So. Your music is very original. You don't really have- Thank you, thank Yeah, you. you have a different sound and a different approach. Your delivery is absolutely perfect. Um, I have to speak in French a second, give me a second. Uh, Ready Rock me disait que ce, ce, cette passion du hip-hop vient de la rue et vient aussi de son père. Pour lui, c'est dans l'ADN. La, il aime la musique, il est né dans la musique, son quartier était de la musique. Alors disons qu'on peut dire qu'il respire la music. So what I was telling them is you you were born into music and you breed music. So because your surrounding was also the the toxicity of music. So you were breeding right. music and also born into it. So it's making you a very profound artist. We don't see that much. Oh, absolutely. We make now we see a lot of produce made like Cardi B or all these rappers are made up, you know, but it's really rare these days where we have people like you, like a jewel, you know, they're born into it and they're they actually transpire that everything that's come from you emanate uh, music. So it's pretty intense. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, most definitely. And, you know, you know, pretty much, you know, at, even at the very beginnings, you know, you have people who did hip hop for different reasons. But I think what people get misconstrued is hip hop is actually a culture. You know, so music is a result of the culture that was being created, you know, when hip hop was first, you know, at its humble beginnings. And I think people lose sight of that when the business is involved or when people just want to, you know, be successful or the, with some of the new new cast term is clout chase. You know, that's all great. And everybody go get, get your money and it's a lane for everybody. But, but do you, you know, at the end of the day. It's a culture and we got to stand on it. Yes, because I think some people are getting blinded by the um, uh, economical, you know, becoming rich overnight or um, mm -hmm. spending money and having a lot of bling. And uh, I think, yeah, sure, it's a part of the culture, but the culture is not necessarily just uh, materialistic. It's, it's more than that. It's more than an image. It's a way of life. It's a way of being. It's a way of breeding. Like I just said, it. hip hop, it, like you said, it's a generation of generation of people making the world better. And I think that they actually expose the reality of people of color you know and oh absolutely decent, you know? absolutely yeah no i'm with you 100% and you can't you can't turn off hip hop you no. know what i mean like once you hip hop you know i don't care where you from you know once you're hip hop you can't turn it off it's in your blood you wake up hip hop you go to sleep hip hop and that's the beauty of it you know like you know my my mindset is you know just staying true to the culture because at the end of the day that's the backbone that's the lifeline of what we got going on and, and guess what you know by by us by hip-hop being so young as a genre hip-hop is now the most consumed form of music in the world and that's because 
hip hop is culture based. Well, so when people, if people sit back and they really analyze it and do their homework and and just pay homage to the, you know, the four founders of the game, you'll have a bigger appreciation for it. So well, that, you know, that's what I wanted to say on that side for sure. I agree. Uh, I understand that sometimes the world become toxic, so the music become toxic also. But the good news with hip hop is it goes underground. You know, it goes in the sore under. You know, hip hop can hide and yep. keep the truth hidden until the world is better. You know, I mean, hip hop. Exactement, oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, I just stop you. I'm gonna just explain in French that on disait que le, le hip-hop, uh, c'est la vie. Uh, le hip-hop est là depuis toujours, depuis des décennies. Et puis quand il devient toxique, elle s'en va en dessous de la terre. Elle va se cacher avec la vérité parce que la vérité meurt jamais. Alors, Ready Rock D, can you explain to us what music you're doing, what you're, what's your helpie right now, and how many helpies you have out there, and what's your experience in the game? Yeah, yes. I'm glad you asked that. So right now, um, we pushing Flow God too. That's the second um, EP that I dropped. Pretty much is coming this Friday, and I'm really excited about it. I'm pretty much launching a series of Flow God tapes, and I'm pro I'm pretty much just doing my thing on a on a grassroots level to build excitement for for street lyrics and and just you know aggressive culture based content. And I'm doing that with the Flow God series. And I want to bring different elements to the game that pretty much I'm trying to fill the void that's that's been missing in that street, authentic, aggressive element that that's hip hop pretty much prided itself on at the beginning stages. And I want to stay true to that. So Flow Guard 2 coming this Friday, 9-11. It's going to be available everywhere in the world on any streaming platform that you prefer. Make sure you go get that. The pre-orders available right now. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at Ready Rock D, hit the pre-link, pre-save link in the bio. We got the pre-order link on iTunes in the bio as well if you want to financially support that. But yeah, I'm pretty much going to be doing a Flow Guard series. Every every so every month or so, I'm going to be dropping a series of songs that I collected in the studio that I just want to deliver to the people and, and showcase my skills and, and bring something fresh to the game. And then in terms of my latest EP, Live from the corner was my my full length, my first debut solo full length. The word, the keyword um, is showcasing. It's a good thing that too. you give a little because if you want to have um, a, a new audience, you have to give a little. You know, these days and age, everything is free and everybody exposes everything. So yep. you have to be a you can put a little sugar so people to just want to you know want to have a more of you and your music. Ready, rug. Much for your time, and I would like to know before you, you go: uh, Do you plan on coming in Montreal soon? Oh yeah, for sure. You know, right now, you know, with with everything going on with the coronavirus pandemic, I hope everyone's staying safe and being healthy out there. You know, unfortunately, the borders, um, you know, the inner, you know, the country borders have been closed. But you know, pretty much Montreal was the last place that I actually performed due to the coronavirus. Oh, so, you know, it's, well, it holds a special there. place in my heart. Performing you know, for Onyx, so how can we forget this? It's been amazing. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, you know, yeah, for sure. You know, we went, we were touring with Onyx. You know, big shout out to, you know, Fred Joy Sticky for having me on tour with them. And, you know, this coronavirus pandemic came out of nowhere and kind of just put things to a halt when it comes to touring. 
But, you know, I'm definitely looking forward to getting back out there to Montreal and the entire Quebec. You know, it's definitely been a lot of love every time I pulled up. It's been, you know, people from the city has always shown me good times and been embracive to the to the music. So I'm, I'm ready to come back as soon as they open them borders up. You know, if they was open, you know. Oh, listen, 